Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What the rules are. It's your turn. It's definitely my turn. So what are you going to do with all this power? You're in charge. I don't know. I have to think about it. (laughs) I am wearing a Walking Dead shirt today. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Rick. Yeah. Across my butt, it says... uh, (laughs) I know what it says. (laughs) It says, says, don't open dead inside. (laughs) (laughs) I think I should change it to that with Sharpie or something. It says we are the walking dead across my ass. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm <Okay>. dying. <laughs> <laughs> that may be one of your best lines ever. Thank and you. you have a lot of gems, but Thank that you. was good. Your uh your suddenly long hair was covering the logo on oh, your shirt. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my yeah. It's growing like crazy. I know. It grew 22 inches. Can you believe you it? You must have the virus. It's making your hair grow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, well, love to post a picture of your uh of my new do. No, of your, your oh, of your, my shirt, of or your my, butt, my ass. Where it says, Don't open dead inside. <laughs> you, you people wanted snappy banter. Yeah. By the way, this is the only podcast I can get away with that line. Wouldn't make any sense on the Brooklyn Boys or fifteen minute morning show. But anyway, welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode one seventy one. Is that correct? One seventy one. Oh my god. I know. Between the other two shows, we're gonna get to two hundred before you know. We are. Oh man. So uh, hi, I'm David Brody from Elvis Strand the Morning Show. That's Jamie, of course, from Light FM. Hello. I feel like you're in charge this week. So, you know what? That's Jamie from Light FM in New York, and I'm David Brody from Elmstrand in the Morning yes. Show. We'll do it the other way around. I'm in charge today. You're in charge. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's talk a little bit. Of, this is our second podcast this week, by the way. I know. Because we were late on the last one. Yeah, that was my bad. Sorry. So, I feel like we just left this room. It does kind of feel like that. <laughs> by the way, people were, were tweeting us saying, hey, we need snappy banter. Yeah. And then we posted the podcast on Monday. Yeah. And then people were like, yeah, snappy banter. I didn't think we had a lot of snappy banter last episode. Well, it, so whatever little we gave them, see when you when you when you keep them waiting. Yeah, they want more. They, the, but a little bit of snappy. Yeah, they're loving it. Well, they got a lot of snappy so far. So this is two now this week. I don't remember the last time we did two in a week. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, <laughs> I did want to give a shout out. Well, the opposite of a shout out to a guy named Matt Fowler. Um, Matt Fowler, I think, writes. Do me a favor. Go to at the Matt Fowler, M A T T F O W L E R. Please don't tweet him. Um, just confirm for me what his profile says. Okay, this At, is Twitter? I think it says The Insider. Okay. I think he works, I don't want to bash the wrong website. M-A-T-T? Yep, F-O-W-L-E-R. Okay. Yep, now his profile, does it say who he writes for? The Insider? Um, it says he's a business developer. Unless there's somebody, another Matt Fowler. The 
Matt Fowler? Oh, no. You didn't give me the the. I thought I did. Oh, hold on. I think our listeners would beg hold to differ. Hold on. I would... Oh, I see. Oh, he's a... The insider? Fandom. What, fan, what is it? No, what does it say? What, what he writes for who? Freelance writer at IGN. Right. And then fandom. Okay. Get so this, fandom. Right. So he, he writes for IGN, which is a sci-fi website. Yeah. Right. So Matt Fowler did a review of last week's episode. Okay. Of The Walking Dead, which I read. A well-written article. Okay. But in it, he says, some blonde died. Right? And then he said- Sir. Then he said, Daryl left the group at the end of last week, which is two weeks ago, and gave no clue as to why he was going off on his own. Uh, which is not true. He said, I'm going to find another entrance to the cave. Yeah, he literally said those words. That blonde was Laura, who was Tatnak. Been on the show three seasons. And then he says, Father Gabriel, uh, completely changing his persona, viciously choked Dante to death. What? Are we watching the same show? That's what I said to at the Matt Fowler. Uh, who, by me. the way, didn't have the balls to write me back. I'm sure he didn't. I'm verified on Twitter, which is not bragging, but... You tend to show up more in the comments. So he, yeah. And he doesn't have that many followers. He would have seen my commentary. Yeah. He could have written, but I said to him, I go, so I wrote, Matt, do you watch The Walking Dead regularly? I enjoyed your review, but you made all these mistakes. What show, I mean, I put in him, I go, what are you watching? Called out. Why Why do you have a job reviewing The Walking Dead? When you can't even get the facts You right. don't know who Laura is. You don't know why Daryl went on a mission when he said he was where he was going. And then you say, Father Gabriel choked Dante? How do you get that one wrong? I that's all of that's wrong. He stabbed him eleven times. <laughs> yeah, he did. It so, was brutal. He so didn't choke him. Shout out to at the Matt Fowler. You have one job. Yeah. Unlike Jamie, you know what? He reminded me of you. He doesn't watch the no, show. No, I was one time. <laughs> Maybe that he didn't watch that show. Maybe it's just he doesn't listen one to this time. podcast either because yeah. otherwise he'd know when we recapped it. Yeah. That Dante stabbed, got stabbed rather by Father Gabriel Viciously. repeatedly. Yeah, really badly. Unbelievable. Matt Fowler. And her name's Laura. The Matt Fowler. The Matt. Again, don't tweet him. I'm not looking to start a thing, but I'm just telling you the listeners. He had one job. Right. I'd like to think we do our job a little better than the Matt Fowler. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Oh, at I the, think we do. At the David Brody, at the Talking Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at Walkers underscore Talkers. Please follow us. Please follow us. Especially Jamie. Poor thing I has mean, 11 I, followers. I, no, I have more than that. I just, I do need some more though, please. And then if, you, if she gets to, how many followers do you have? If she gets to... Let's say 50,000 followers. Maybe she'll post a picture of her uh, don't open dead inside tattoo on her butt. I'll uh, post more than that if I get 50,000. Well, <laughs> allow me to create 40,000 accounts then. Uh, okay, so let's talk a little about uh, little Walking Dead news. Okay. They put up a bunch of pictures from the next episode. Did you see those? I saw the first four minutes. You did watch. Okay, so let's let's jump right into that. They released the first four minutes I'm still of recovering. episode 11? Yeah. Right? No, no, no. Uh, 12. Yeah. 12? Whatever it is. The next 11, episode. I think it was 12. Yeah, the next, right, it's 12. It's definitely 12. So the, the continuation of the uh, the war, and that first four minutes is, oh. You need a minute. To, I'm still calming down. You almost have to put yourself in it, like, because it's like camera view. Yes. And you, there's walkers coming from all directions, and it's, it's smoky so and dark. So much is happening. Where I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. 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 That's my professional yeah. review of that <laughs> yeah. situation. Uh, it, it's it's intense, um, but again, thank you, trailer guy and photo guy. We already see a lot of them are fine. My boy's good. He's good. He's fine. Good. He's fine. So in the photos for the the next episode, there's a picture of Negan with three walkers. There's uh, a picture of Aaron looking like he wants to kill somebody, and it looks like he's looking at uh, at Negan because they're both by a shed. Not the sh- not. I don't think it's the same shed. From the trailer where he's walking with Alpha to a shed. Okay. We'll get to my theories on that later. Okay. Uh, and then it looks like the three walkers attack Aaron that war with Negan. Oh, boy. And Negan walks off. Oh. Uh, Negan saved once before. Yeah. There's another picture of uh, Aaron pulling someone or... It looks like a person or... We can't tell if it's Whisper Walker or one of the people on the show. But it's it's a woman maybe in a poncho. Okay. And it's not it's not um it's not gamma. Okay. That we can tell. Yeah. But there's a poncho on her. Hmm. So it could be. And she's on a shingle from what looks like to be this house or this shack. Oh jeez. And he's pulling her through the forest. So whoever it is he's trying to save them or capture them. Okay. 
Uh, Negan is walking like a walker in one of the pictures. There's sort of like so limping creepy and creepy in that mask. Yeah. Then he's then he uh, uh, he sees a walker or a whisper. I assume it's a walker, and he points th- his new bat at the walker in the picture, like he's about to take its head off. Um, there's a picture of Earl guarding the kids in a small house. It's Judith, RJ, and four others. I think one of them's Gracie, right? Yeah. And then Jerry's kids. Yeah, Jerry has Jerry has a lot of kids. Let me rephrase that. Jerry's children. Children. Jerry's kids refers to the telethon, and, and yeah. I just want to make sure it's Jerry's children. children. Uh, and there may be one or two children that we don't recognize who they're from. Okay. I would say those are the kids that may die. I have a feeling one of them may die. Oof. But I'll okay. I'll that's I'll tell you when that's going to happen. At least my theory on that. Okay. Um. There's a picture of Gamma slash Mary killing walkers in the forest. Yep. So it looks like they all got split up after the fire. Uh, and then there's a picture of Negan holding Alpha's hand. Ooh, that's... Ah. Not walking next to each other. She's looking at him with her hand like almost on his chest. Oh. And he's holding it. Oh, okay. Like they're sharing a moment. Are they dating? She definitely is into him. Oh, she's into him, Even yeah. though he got into her, I don't... <laughs> oh, I my still, God. I still don't believe it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Angela Kang, showrunner, she said in the second half of the season, of season 10, which is where we are, she said, some stuff you'll see feels like the finale, but it's smack in the middle of the back half of the show. Okay. So, um, you know, Michael E. Uh, Satrazimus, who directed this episode that we're reviewing, he said that this past episode seemed like it could have ended there. Like with the attack on Hilltop. It, it, it could have, technically. I mean, it looked like it could have. And so there's more things, just like last season with the Pike scene. Yeah. It didn't happen in the finale. Yeah. She's It'll alluding like to that. the fact that in the next couple of episodes, there will be finale-type moments, which usually means major deaths. Yeah, I'm feeling that. I'm getting that gut feeling. Now, this weekend, uh, oh, and one of the pictures, I'm sorry, I left one of the pictures out. Uh, Kelly is holding, two of them, rather, Kelly is holding baby Adam in the woods. Now, what we don't know, because in the trailer for this episode, which we've seen now for a week and a half, yeah. was um, Alden and Kelly in a car surrounded by walkers with yeah, the baby. Yeah, it's like you seeing that. So what we don't know is, is Kelly in the woods with the baby before the car scene? Yeah. Or after? And did Alden die protecting her? Yeah. Like, did he fight off the walkers and they surrounded him while she ran away with right, the baby? With, yeah. Because he's already shown he's protective of the baby. Very protective. We'll, we'll get to that also. Yeah. In this episode we're going to review, he... He showed he's very protective. So I I, I would hate for uh, uh, Alden to die, especially since he's not Dante, since Dante's also dead. Yeah. I'd hate for Al Dante to be dead. I, I would too. Because he was really good in this episode, which is never a good sign for people. Yeah, Earl too's kind of being a moral compass. Well, we're going to get to Earl. Earl stepping up big time, which big always, time. Wor- always worries me. Yep. That's what I thought. So uh, now people are saying, is the shed that Negan is taking... Um, Alpha 2, the same shed where Earl is in with the kids. Oh, God. Or do they want us to think that, and then when they open the shed, it's empty? I think they want us to think that. Because that's, that's a typical bait and they switch. They like to mind, mind up. Right, because like, he says to her in the trailer, I found what you're looking for. Oh, shit. Oh, you're right. He did say that. Oh, my God. Now, she's looking for Gamma, but she's also looking for Lydia. Yeah. But I think he's setting a trap for her. She's so, looking for a lot of things. He's looking for a lot of things. And Negan is playing both sides here. Well, kind of. There's a theory. Ah, I'll talk about okay, it in, in the episode. Okay, I'm getting so nervous. Okay. In the episode, okay. Um, okay, so that's that's for the news. Although some stuff was explained, but I'm going to work that into the episode so I can explain it as I'm reviewing the episode. Okay. So, uh, great episode. Yep. It started off with uh, Alpha and the Horde. They were on the move. They were walking, and they showed Alpha. Then they showed Beta about three rows back in the horde. Yeah. Then they came back up to the front, and Negan was walking next to Alpha. Yes. That, woo. You know Beta's got to be pissed. He's like, oh, hey. he's going to freaking have a meltdown. I've been killing for you, and I've been loyal to you for years. Worshipping you and this pining guy after walks her. In? Oof. Okay. You think he knows they did it yet? No, no. <laughs> I think he would start slicing and dicing. I don't. I don't think that would make him very happy. I think he'd be super angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I did want to. Oh, you know what? So, um, Jessica Scruggs, uh, Lola Waffles, three one two two. She said, "Yay, the snappy banter." Uh, Eric Mathurin at Black Mamba two eight two four. He wrote, I, oh, he wrote, he really enjoyed uh, Ride with Norman Reedus. Oh, 
you know, I was just going to say shout out to that show. I think it started fourth season on Sunday. So at I've never watched it because, although I love Norman Reedus, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to watch a guy riding a motorcycle with other guys riding motorcycles. And it's not my thing. But I got sucked into it because it was on and I was up late Sunday night. So you watched it with well, Michael he was, Rooker. Well, yeah. So he was on Talking Dead. Great, by the way. Uh, smart move, putting him on Talking Dead the oh. night the night of his. Greg Nicotero and Norman Reedus. That was, was great. That was a but, great so episode. I stayed up late to watch it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch Ride. It's fun. But it was on two hours later. So yeah. I'm now like, I had watched. Tired? Yeah, I had watched The Walking Dead on Saturday because I have AMC premiere. Oh, that's right. Yes. Rub and, it in. And Sunday, what I did was I tuned in for the for Talking Dead at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Watched it. Then I watched The Walking Dead again at eleven. Oh my god! Then I watched Ride at at midnight. Midnight. At least I watched the first half hour. Okay. The first, well, the first half of it. Yeah. And I DVR'd the rest of it. Okay. And it was Michael Rooker, so I thought, how cool will that be? Merle yeah. back with Daryl. Yeah, Merle, the Dixon brothers. It's a lot. I have to say, it's a lot more than just him on a motorcycle. It is. I, I, I didn't yes. realize that. So this particular episode is him making the ride from wherever he is or was. Yeah. Riding to work in Georgia. Yeah. And so it's it's they make stops along the way. They they visit Michael Rooker's family, and uh, there's a lot of people from Alabama in the show. Which I think a lot of people don't realize, like what you just said. They think it's just oh him on a bike, but it's way more than that. It's more yeah. So uh, I would give it a shot depending on the guest. Like I'll watch the Jeffrey Dean Morgan episode. That one was an amazing episode. I heard that was good. That was one of my favorites. But not only did they just like ride bikes, but they went and met some locals in Alabama in the motorcycle club. Very cool. Really interesting stuff. Yeah. Um. And uh, especially when he traveled to, like, like listen, people from Alabama are very different than me from New York. Oh, yeah. But not in a bad way. Yeah. But listening to the way they talk to each other and, they, and they're like, I don't, you know, are you still on that walking dead mess? I'm like, <laughs> like, I just, it was just funny. It was yeah. endearing. It was just, a, it was I really like enjoyable. That. That's really my point. Okay. So. Give it a shot, people. Well, if you want to recommend it, I'm just saying I enjoyed the one episode. Yeah. You may or may not enjoy it. I, I loved it more than I thought I would. Yeah. I don't know if I have time for every week, but it was good. So, there's that. All right. So, the show opens uh, after the credits. Eugene's on the radio talking to Stephanie again. His girlfriend. 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 Um, They realize they both saw the satellite fall out of the sky. So, Eugene realizes, based on trajectory and how far away you you have to be, that she must be somewhere near, uh, within a couple of hundred miles. miles. Yeah. So, she says, look, um, I'm not telling you where, where we are. My people are still very cautious about meeting. And Eugene says, ah, we're in Virginia. I know, he just blurted it out. <laughs> I mean, it's a big state, but he's like, we're in, we're in Virginia. He said Alexandria? I don't remember. I think he no, he Virginia. didn't. He just said Virginia. Right. Uh, and so they agree they both want to see each other. And she says she'll talk to our people and see if it's okay. And then says, remember, do not tell anyone. She's still being secretive. Yeah. But here's the thing. She gets to tell her people she's on the radio with somebody, but he doesn't. I know, right? I don't think that's fair. Uh, they agree they both want to see each other, whatever. Um, and so he's like, yeah, I won't tell anybody. Don't worry. Um, Alden pulls up with uh, Gamma and uh, uh, Mary. We call her Mary. We call her Mary again. Yeah, we could call her Mary. Okay. Um, Mary implies she wants to see the baby, and they're like, you're not seeing the baby. Earl's like, like hell you are. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, Aaron tells Earl... She wants to see her nephew, and he says, that's my son. No. Yep. Uh, so, you know, Earl's like, eh, you know what? Her people killed my wife. They left the baby to die. Right. They left the baby to die. We're not no. doing this. They're there to see Alex. Apparently, Alex is the new doctor. They keep referencing here to see Alex. Yeah, I know. So I guess we have to go to Alex's. Yeah. And why Alex wasn't a doctor a week ago when Dante was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Ezekiel goes to talk to Carol, who's living in a tent down by the river. Yep. Uh, it's where Daryl was living for a while. Yeah. Uh, Ezekiel wants her to come home, and he says, I'll just sit here until you come back with me. He's like, I'm not leaving. He's still trying. Still trying. Um, Yumiko thinks Magna and Connie might be dead, and Kelly is the big cheerleader. She says, uh, I want to go look for them. They're fine. Everything's going to be good. Uh, and that's when Daryl and Lydia show up. And Lydia says, you can't go looking for Connie and Magda because my mother is coming. Yep. Uh, Rosita comes up to the attic looking for Eugene in the radio room. Uh-oh. And she hears Stephanie talking and she tries to make contact with her. Uh-oh. She thinks it's Oceanside. I think she's yeah. like, is this Oceanside? Yeah. 
And she, Stephanie's like, gotta go. Eugene comes down from the staircase. He's pissed. Oh, he's so mad. He now thinks, Stephanie thinks he broke his promise that he told people about her. And got a little cranky with Rosita. Right. So she doesn't answer when Eugene calls her. He's like, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't be mad. Poor Sil- Eugene. Silence. Poor Eugene. I mean, he had sex with Tatneck, but then they deleted it. I know. So then he really didn't. The scene now. Negan tries to tell Alpha that it would be better to have Hilltop and Alexandria surrender rather than kill them and bend the knee and mm-hmm. join us as whisperers. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, maybe you shouldn't kill them. Maybe we should just make them, you know, servants. Yeah. He already knows that's not going to work with these people. He already knows they don't take kindly. He tried. Uh, Lydia tries to warn the Hilltoppers about the horde coming. Earl wants to stay and fight. Lydia's like, you guys got to go. The horde's coming. And Earl says, there's no place like Hilltop. Everyone's like, we got to go. And he says, uh, Aaron says, I want to protect my daughter and Judith and all the kids. We got to get out of here. Daryl says, grab the kids, head to Oceanside. Get them out of here. Judith says, I want to stay and fight. I want to stay. Little ass ass Uh, kicker. Little ass kicker. Uh, Daryl says, I know you do, but you got to go. And then RJ is wearing Daryl's vest. How cute was that? With With the one angel wing. Uh, they, uh, then King Ezekiel and Carol arrive together, so I guess he talked her into coming back. Yep. There's a tree blocking the road with the kids in the, in the wagon. How convenient. And did you notice the music was the Negan theme song? The whistle? No, there's the music that plays every time Negan's around when he was a savior. Go back and watch the oh, scene. Oh, I need to hear this now. Negan okay. has a theme song. Oh, all right. And they, they played that music. You knew once the tree was down, it's the savior's. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or it's Negan's way of doing yes. things. Although, where are they getting axes from? This always happens. We always like, oh, tree in the road. And, and where'd they get all the where'd they get all the bow and ar- the, the arrows, the bows and arrows? Uh, they got a lot. And uh, they get that whole tree down. I mean, they carve. The, I know you like they carve them. I, you know they carve them, but they're all they, they were fancy. They're very nice. Why would the whispers make fancy bows? I know they were they were fancy. They're fancy I... bows. Fancy bows was your nickname in high fancy. school, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, anyway, Daryl says it's Negan again. He's with her now. Oh boy. So he figures out Negan must be with Alpha because that's the tree trick. That's their, that's their it trademark. It seems like anyone could do the tree trick. Uh, yeah, it's a savior trademark, but anyone right. could do so it. Right, so Daryl knows at this point all the roads are blocked. If one's blocked, they're all blocked. They're all blocked. They all head back to Hilltop. Diane says, no one can get here in time to save us. Alexandria, Oceanside, can't get here in time. I still might call them because you never know how long the war is going to go on. Yeah. Like, they may not be able to get there first. They can get there eventually. Yeah. I would have called them. Seems odd you wouldn't have called them. Yeah, they just kind of said, well, it's us. That's it. Earl starts rallying everybody, yelling at them to get their heads on straight. Get ready for the fight of our lives. Oh, boy. Earl's ready to go. Uh, yeah, this is one of my, he's going to die soon. Carol goes to see Ezekiel in his room. She sees yes, the, she does. She sees the tumor <laughs> in his neck, which I guess is like an aphrodisiac. Uh, apparently. Because they had, they had cancer pity sex. They did. Carol kisses him, kisses him, kisses him, kisses him. And then jumped on top. It looks like I'm saying cancer saved the relationship. Yeah. Thyroid cancer, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mary walks into a room where Adam is. And well, before she can say hello, well. Alden drags her by the arm. He says, I lost I lost someone. Uh and uh and they're dead. And and now he's all and oh, and Tammy. He goes, uh, Earl lost Tammy, and that kid is all Earl has left, so no one's gonna see him. Oh, yeah, he was adamant. Uh so Ezekiel and Carol had sex. He's laid on the bed like Jesus. He's got his arms out. I know. He looked like he had a good time. Yeah. Well, he it, did say that was never their problem. That's right. <laughs> um, Ezekiel says, would that have happened if we were going to die tonight? Carol says, we're going to die tonight? Yeah. She's like, we're not dying. Yeah. We're not dying. Um, Eugene jury rigs a ton of old car batteries and a pickup truck. That's pretty genius. To electrify the fence. That was good. I that was cool. Um, Rosita says she spoke to Father Gabriel on the radio, but didn't tell him about the horde. So she called him. She's like, oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. Doesn't mention the horde. I thought that was a little weird. Why not tell him? Yeah, let them get there eventually. Yeah, let them, yeah, maybe tell uh, Maybe him. she's read the comics. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Rosita says, uh, oh, Rosita says to Eugene, that, gr- that girl obviously likes you. Then she asks Eugene, do you want to kiss me? And he's like, what? He, he was like, what? She was, she was cute there. She did. Yeah. She was like, you come on, you can kiss me. 
Hurry up before I change my mind. I mean, he's waited years. Years, I know. Like 10 I thought he should have just done it anyway. To check it off his list? Yeah. Uh, he goes in for the kiss, which, by the way, major tease for all of us. Oh, I know. Major tease. Yeah, mind fu- Yeah, mind fuck. And then he goes in for the kiss, and he can't kiss her. Because he likes Stephanie. He clearly, he's, she's like, yeah, you like Stephanie. He's like, so go get off your ass and go get her. Yeah. He kisses Rosita on the cheek, and I was like, oh, it's nice. They're cute. Um, Lydia is leaning against a wooden post where she carved H and L in a yeah, heart. that was sad. Uh, and Carol comes to sit next to her, of course. And Carol starts smoking a cigarette. I thought that was weird. She's been doing that sporadically since the beginning. Yeah, though. I mean, she's a nervous... She's getting, like, jittery again. Yeah, she's. but when she starts to whip out the cigarettes, that's when you know you're like, oh, she's yeah. losing it a little bit. She tells Lydia she's going to kill Alpha, and Lydia says, that won't save us. And Carol says, but it'll make me feel good. She said, will you hate me? And Lydia says, I won't be thinking about you. And then she also said, you hate yourself so much. It's yeah. Like, it was just a sad She said, I'm sorry your kid died and you hate the world, and I'm sorry my mother's a monster. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I can't do anything about it. What do you want me to do? Ah, awkward. All right, uh, speaking of uh, Father Gabriel, uh, hopefully he'll be alive, but in case he's not, let's play this, and we'll be right back after uh, you hear Seth Gilliam. Hey, this is Seth Gilliam, Father Gabriel on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right. So, Kelly, Luke, and Yumiko are building a fence. Now, you have to wonder. I don't know if you wondered this. Why didn't they have a fence anyway? Why are they building a fence now to stop a horde? I understand a couple of stragglers here and there. They've got the big wooden fence around Hilltop. Yeah. But it seems like you should have had another barrier. They probably should have. But like you said before, really, for a couple of years now, it's just been stragglers. So Yeah, but like Alexandria. Remember when the quarry opened up? Ooh, that was Remember bad. when the tower fell? That was bad. Right? There were different times the, wall, the tree landed on the fence. Yeah. Uh, in this season, yep. they chopped down the tree. You know the wall could come down at some point. That's true. It's they should of, be working on it all the time. made of wood. Yeah. So. <laughs> at least the one at Alexandria is metal. And even that one came down when the church steeple fell yep, on it. When the bad. truck ran into oh it. Oh my God, yep. So, I just feel like yeah, it's a little late for the fence thing. Uh, rats start coming out of the bushes. Then more rats. Then more rats. They didn't run from the rats, by the way. I found interesting. No, they were just like, ew. But then Yumiko's like, the horde's coming. Yeah, they They're obviously running. I thought that was interesting how Kelly felt the ground. Yeah. Well, she felt the tremors. Yeah, she felt the tremors of the ground. It's like Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it's happening. Yeah. Um, Eugene is on the radio trying to get Stephanie. He starts singing uh, about the world coming to an end. Um, You know what? Let me get the name of that song because I have it. Uh, He's singing a song and it's... uh, uh, 
When the wind, when, when the, the wild wind, wind blows. blows by Iron Maiden. Yeah. Who I love, by the way. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I was like, eh, it's an Iron Maiden song. <laughs> uh, and so he's hoping. So as he's talking about the world ending, you see a montage of um, of everyone getting ready for the war. Rosita practicing with a weapon. Ezekiel gives Henry's armor to Lydia, which I oh, thought was that cool. Was sad, yeah. Aaron gives a a, a a spear to Mary, and uh, Judah tries to call Michonne. Well, we know she tries to call Michonne because work. she said, Dido, come in, Dido. Yeah. She didn't say Michonne. You assume she's calling her mother. I, that's what I assumed. So uh, we learned on Talking Dead that Dido is a Japanese sword, long-bladed weapon, much like the one Michonne has. Makes sense. And that that would be a good way for people who know that Michonne carries a sword to know that's Michonne. But if you didn't know that, you wouldn't know who they were talking about. Yeah. So it's code. Code. Like Tweedlebug. Yeah, they were like, hey, Michonne. Right, but they hey, call- Mom. Right. Oh, you still on that island? Not yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. So if you're wondering who Dido was, that's most likely Michonne's code name. There's a little something for you. Uh, after a brief pause of, of Eugene singing, by the way, people are complaining that that was very much, very um, reminiscent of Stranger Things season three, where Dustin is calling his girlfriend and they sing together. Oh, over the over the walking. That's very dramatic. Singing the never-ending story, though. I understand that, yeah, but the scene is... in Stranger Things. Yeah, you're right. Like the two of them are singing. You're right. Over the walkie-talkie. Over the over the radio. Yeah, that, right. That is very similar. So people were like, ah, oh, yeah, it's already been done in Stranger Things, and much cuter. Anyway, so she starts singing. She apologizes for freaking out. Eugene apologizes. Stephanie says, "Well, who's that girl?" Ooh, a who's little jealous. He says that was Rosita. And she says, I can hear you smiling. Jealous. Jealous. You must be fond of her. And Eugene says, very, very fond of her. She's my best friend. Meaning, we're just friends. Yes. And he's like, I hope you I was going to kiss her. I wanted uh, to kiss her for 10 years. I, uh, I used to watch her have sex with my friend Abraham. Oh, God. But he's dead now because Negan bashed his head in. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. And then she told me to kiss her, and I was going to kiss her, but I didn't kiss her. Because I was thinking of you, Stephanie. <laughs> By the way, the actress who plays Stephanie is very attractive. Oh, really? As if they were going to hire someone like, you know, unattractive. I mean, to play Stephanie. she had a beautiful voice, but that's all I can tell so far. Well, if you look up who the actress is, okay. it's very attractive. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, she says, I don't know when we're going get, to get to talk again, but I hope I get to meet you. I think he said that. Eugene said that. Because he knows there's a war coming. Yes. He says, well, we're in Charleston, West Virginia. And, uh, you know, we'll give you directions. Rosita comes up to say it's time to go. Um, and then Eugene says, all right, let's get this over with. I've got a date. <laughs> oh, my God. Eugene. Oh, Eugene. Okay. Um, Ezekiel says the... Uh, the lump, Oh, he tells Daryl the lump is cancer. And Daryl says, uh, you and I haven't had much to say to each other, but I know what you've been through, and you are stronger than most. I'm glad you're here. It was a, ni- it was a nice little moment. Yep. Carol says she just wants to make sure the children are okay. If either one, either I'm sorry, Daryl says I want to make sure the children are okay. If either one of us goes down, the other one gets the children out, and they shake hands on it. Yeah. So they've always had this uh, uneasy relationship, mostly because of Carol. Oh yeah. And they're sort of like, listen, you're a tough guy. I'm a tough guy. Let's put our differences aside. Let's just make sure they're safe. It's about the kids. Yeah. You're a good guy. Let's just do this. Yeah. So. Judith is sitting behind them. I guess she didn't hear it, the conversation. Uh, Daryl says, like, you got to go. And she says, I know I can help. I can fight. And uh, Daryl says, I'm sorry you had to see those bodies of dead people. And she says, I'm not scared. She goes, all right, well, maybe a little scared. Yeah. But, you know, for RJ. Right? I'm scared for RJ. Um, And Daryl says... uh, you know, you would get hurt. I don't want you to get hurt. And uh, she says, look, I know what we're fighting for. I know what we're doing here. Um, and she gives Daryl his vest back. And it's got a blue wing that she sewed for the missing wing on his vest. If you actually go to Kaylee Fleming's Instagram, she actually really painted that herself. Yes. And there's all the little pictures and videos of her doing it. It's so cute. 
Yeah, and she put the stars on. She goes, she said, I put 10 stars on for 10 seasons. So cute. Yeah. She's so sweet. Uh, if you go to Shop the Walking Dead, you can get a shirt with the old wing and the new the blue new wing. wing. I like that. Although on the shirt, it looks like they made the blue wing more f- similar to the other wing with more like feathers on it. Okay. So it's a little better than the painting. Uh, that's when I wrote, I fucking, explicit, sorry. I fucking <laughs> love this show. It's just it was one of those moments where yeah. she's like, go get him, Uncle Daryl. I love, yeah. Anyway, he says, listen, if King Ezekiel comes looking for you, you you and RJ leave with him, even if you don't know where I am. You have to promise that you will leave with him. She says, all right, I will. Yeah. Carol is standing by the wall of paintings that Jadis made, or Anne if you prefer, yeah. of all of the fallen members of Maggie's family. And if you notice, she's staring at, she's staring at Glenn. Yeah. Here's what people are thinking that scene Uh-oh. meant. She's staring at Glenn because Negan, who killed Glenn, she let Negan out of jail. Yeah. That she's like, because now they know Negan is joining with he joined, Alpha. He joined him. So they, the theory is Alpha, uh, Alpha, Carol thinks, oh God, Glenn, uh, the guy who killed you, I freed him. Ugh. And now he's attacking us. And ultimately they burn down Hilltop. And I feel more like shit right now. <laughs> right, like everything Carol has done. She's causing a really bad wake in her bath there, yeah. Um, there's a, in the trailer for next week, someone did a montage of, of uh, scenes, mm-hmm. and they show Carol, um, bit, you know, apologizing to Daryl in the cave. I can't help myself. I did what I had to do. Yeah. I got to stop. I'm reckless. I'm hurting people. And then they showed the scene in season three or four, doesn't matter, don't tweet me, where, um, I think it's season four, where she and Rick are in the town scavenging. Uh, yep. And then she tells, because Carol had killed the two people uh, in the, at the jail. And he left her Because they had a virus. Yeah. Not the virus going around no, now. No, no, yeah. And he left her, and, and she's like, well, I had to do something. He's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. And it, it was sort of like uh, this person's way of showing this is a history with Carol. Yeah, she does this. this she's always she does. Says. She's like, I, I was, she's like, you're not, Rick says, well, you're not that weak person anymore. You're not, you're not where, where your husband beat you up. You, you have, you're, you're taking control of your own emotions. Yeah. And you can't help yourself. You did this. You didn't yeah. have to. Yeah. So she's got people trapped in a cave. She's got Negan, at least what she thinks, helping Alpha. Yeah. Everything she does. And this half the war is because of her. A true story. I mean, it's also because of, of Daryl. Yeah, but Carol's playing I mean, Daryl. Daryl's why Glenn got killed. Yeah. Daryl, we thought, is the reason that Negan and the Saviors got out of... Sanctuary because he crashed the bus crashed into, it. into it. Even though we found out later that wasn't actually what happened. Yeah. But he thought that. And now Daryl with Lydia oh, and boy. crossing the border. Oh, and man, it, taking the daughter. Right. Saying Alpha because you didn't love her. He's, he's yeah. shots fired. Shots fired. Anyway, um, Daryl standing over the graves of those he lost, which Rick did uh, early when uh, I think it was season eight when they were about to go to war with the Saviors. He was yep. looking over the fallen. Uh, Carol comes by and asks Daryl not to hate her. Please don't hate me. He looks at her and he's like, I don't, ha- I, I don't hate you. He's like, I can never hate you. But and he knew that's what he was going to say. But he still walked away from her, left her crying. He did. I thought he was going to hug her and I was like, oh, he just right. walked away. Uh, it's nighttime now, so a few hours go by. Daryl grabs a morning star. Now, the episode was called Morning Star. Yes. Morning Star is the stick with the chain and the ball. That thing. And uh, he talked on Talking Dead. Hey. He said, I was like, I got to hit them from a distance. Yeah. Why don't you give me one of those balls with the spikes on it and put it on a chain so I can reach people far away? Yeah. And he said, oh, they said, oh, you mean a morning star? He's like, a what? Yeah. I just want a chain, uh, um, like a mace on a chain on a stick. Like, well, that's a morning star. Yeah. And then he hit himself in the face. Well, yeah, because he said, you know, you swing it, but you're not actually hitting anything. No. Because a couple of the shots were supposed to be swinging as if the walker was getting hit. Yeah. But I was like, then why don't you hit the camera? Then it came back around. Right, it swung around and hit him. Anyway, that's what a morning star is. Um, he's limping, but he looked badass. He was like Oh, he looked sexy AF. Yeah, was, Fuck. Oh, yeah. my God. Would he enter where the dead are? Yes, yep. The, my ass would not be no all longer right, dead all right. I was, <laughs> I was trying oh, I went to there. insinuate... <laughs> Well, no, you're implying he would go there. Yeah, he would go there. Okay. All well, right. he could do whatever he wants. We're going to mark this episode <laughs> extra explicit. explicit. Oh. Or extra explicit. <laughs> okay. Sn- sn- oh. Snappy banter. That's funny. Yep, yep, yep. yep. 
All right, so the army is ready. They have their shields up from the first episode. They were practicing with their shields. Here it is now. It's time. The horde is approaching. Uh, they're coming through the field. Daryl heads to the front of what looks like to be maybe 50 fighters. Aaron calls everyone into formation. Yeah. Which I thought was great. I had chills from the first yeah. episode. Remember when they were practicing on the yep, beach? Yep. Uh, the walkers hit the electrocuted fence. Some of them are decapitated. Yeah, like 10 out of a million. And then it just... They blow the circuit, yeah. and then they overcome the fence. That was it. It, it was good for about 10 walkers. Yeah. Uh, they built a wall of twigs, which slows them down. Um, so they, while they're stuck on the, the twig fence, yeah. they start killing them, and, and then, yeah, they're stabbing they them. It slow, slows them down a little bit. Slows them down. Um, the defenses start to give way. Beta is, I don't know, 100 yards away somewhere in the woods. And uh, he and a bunch of whispers with the bags. Remember, they were draining the bags. Yeah, and I was like, "What is in these so it, things?" So it's tree sap. Yeah, which I guess can be flammable. Uh, this I looked online. There was some explanation. But I don't remember what it was, but it's something to do with the way they made it, where they made it flammable. Yeah, and they made bags of it, like from the out of bladders. Out of bladders. Yep. Right. Yep. I don't think they're human bladders. I think they're tree I, bladders. No, I think they were human bladders. It looked like stressed out. Uh, stretched out intestines. Oh, you think like from like dead walk, Yeah, like they the would like dried and... it in the sun, they stretched it out and they filled it. I was like, okay. oh shit, that's crazy. So first they fling those at the people and somehow miraculously hit them perfect light, yeah. perfect distance. They're all like lifting their arms like, what the hell is that? They think it's, they don't know what it is, but they think it's water, but it's actually, you hear, uh, someone yelled, it's gasoline. Jerry goes, it smells like Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, it smells like Christmas tree. And I'm right. like, what the hell is that? So again, they were dead on with their aim. These are not very dead these on. are not archers. No. These are dead people wearing masks. Yeah. Who have beautifully carved bow. I'm calling bow bullshit. Yeah. I'm calling bosh yeah. bow bullshit. Bow bullshit. By the way, my favorite Dukes of Hazard member was uh bow bullshit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh they start shooting flaming arrows, which again, perfect shots. Yeah. And uh, one guy, okay, so one member of Hilltop catches fire. Oh, yeah, got fire. totally caught on fire. We have no idea who. Again, a red shirt. Yeah. Uh, a Star Trek red shirt. Yeah. They don't, they look, they're like, they just watch them burn. Yeah. They don't like, oh my God, Mike. I don't even think they were in memoriam. Right. No, they were No, like, they weren't. Where, where, has there been a guy named Mike on the show? Jeez, Character named Mike? I don't no. think there's been a Mike. No. How's there no Mike in the apocalypse? There should be plenty, but who yeah. knows? I don't remember a Mike. But anyway, why aren't they like, Mike? Yeah. It's like, if you're not a star of the show, they don't care. They don't even have, you don't have a name. You know, if it was Jerry, they'd be like, Jerry! Jerry, but they didn't have a name. No. Burn. They didn't even like look back. Yeah, they're like, oh, I okay. wonder who oh, that was. He's in Christmas tree sap. He's like, oh, an extra burned. Oh well, oh, an extra. Oh my god. Anyway, they start shooting flaming arrows. The guy catches on fire. Uh, Negan says to Alpha, "I thought you wanted them to join us." She says, "They will join us as my horde." And when I heard that, I was like, "Oh shit!" And, and even Negan was like, "Oh shit!" For a split <laughs> second, he looked like he was thrown, and then he realized he's got to keep the act up, and yep. he's like. You are bad ass. Yeah, he was. Th- oh, he for sure was thrown, and then he recovered quickly. He had to. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool. That's, yeah. Uh, oh, that's whoa, whoa. You know, if he knew Judith was there, he would have done something to stop this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, the walkers get through the fence, um, and so all of the survivors run towards Hilltop, and then the flaming arrows hit the fences of Hilltop, and, that, that and Hilltop that. goes up in flames, and they're trapped between the flames of Hilltop. And the horde of walkers. Between flames and flames. Flames and flames. I mean, you know. Yeah. Come on. All right. So, uh, overall, a good episode. I do want to talk about Talking Dead, uh, what happened that we haven't already talked about. Okay. Uh, But let me do that right after uh, an old friend whose painting we saw on the wall. Hi, this is Scott Wilson Herschel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Walkers and Talkers Podcast with David Brody and Jamie. Have fun. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Okay, so for the past minute, you've been sitting here. I hate you. During the commercials. I hate you. Why do you do this to me? You Poor Jamie. Scott Wilson is my weak. I know. Oh. <laughs> my heart uh, hurts. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? We got to see Herschel on the wall. We did. And, and now I... that Hilltop burnt down, we're not going to see that painting again. Oh, yeah. Imagine the whole like the whole place is burnt down except like the Herschel picture. Whoa. No. All right, so Norman Reedus and Greg Nicotero. Greg Nicotero, of course, one of the uh, executive producers, directors. He's such a great director. I lo- every episode he does yeah. that I love, I find out well, he, he gets, was a part of it. He gets the big ones a lot, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and of course, he's the makeup guru. He's the special he's the effects best. guy. He's the best. Um, are you going to watch the uh, the Night of the Living Dead TV show on HBO? Oh, I didn't even hear about it. Yeah, I forget the name of it. Don't tweet me. We'll look it up. It's but on it, my alley. Yes, I yeah, will. Now a, that I know about it. It's, speaking of up your alley, how's that tattoo on your back? <laughs> okay. So they put up a poll. Would you let Judith fight in the battle? No. You, you say no. Uh, 35% said yes. 65% agree with you. I think she can handle her own to a point. Yeah. It also, you would just take one swoop of Beto picking her up by her side and mm-hmm. tossing her 100 feet. Now, I'm not saying you should get another tattoo. Okay. But I feel like Kaylee Fleming may have helped you decide what to get. She said when she's uh, on set, and especially when she was in the wagon going to Oceanside, she was drawing in a little notebook. Yeah. Like she said, she was allegedly writing in her diary, but it's not real. Yeah. She said, I make drawings... Of a unicorn, half unicorn, half Norman Reedus, called a Normicorn. Uh, that's that sounds about. I I agree, Kaylee. So it's a that unicorn with Norman Reedus's head. <laughs> uh, I oh, I referenced I referenced something last week, and I said talking about our podcast being walkers and talkers, world yeah. beyond is screwing us up. But I don't I didn't think I mentioned what it was, so I apologize. I may have left you guys hanging. They on the show are going to refer to the walkers as empties. Yes, I heard that. That's a problem because for us, this is walkers and talkers. talkers. There's nothing good that rhymes with empties that you do a podcast. Mm. Tempties? I was just thinking empties and tempties. We'd be the tempties. Tempties? That's not good. Yeah. Thank God it's walkers for walkers and talkers. Yeah. Because there's so many bad names for these. I know, the... fighters, bobbers. Yeah. All yeah. that. All that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Negan skin mask. So they brought it onto the set of Talking Dead. And uh, Greg Nicotero admitted that they used a mold of Norman Reedus's face for the Negan mask. That's crazy. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, The second poll I did on the show, live poll, should Carol and Ezekiel get back together? Uh, 69% said yes. I think they should. And then Chris Hardwick was like, 69%? Really? Internet? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Um, Really? Yeah. Now, next week on the show, Tom Payne. Oh! So we get to play the Tom Payne Tom ID. Payne. And two surprise guests. Oh, boy. It doesn't always mean death, but sometimes it does. Well, yeah. Uh, if I'm guessing who the surprise guests are going to be, I'm going to say Negan or Gamma. Yep, I was thinking Gamma, maybe. And Alpha. Yeah. Actually, those are the three in my head. <laughs> yeah. Now, unless Michonne comes on, because it may or may not be her last episode next week. That could be a possibility, too. Or she could have one more episode after that. Yeah. So we've got episode, what, 12? Yeah, 12. Right, 12. And then supposedly Michonne was going to be episode 13. All right. But the picture I 
that they released was her with Virgil. So maybe she's in a little bit of twelve. Okay. And then a lot. Oh, then thirteen is all about her. Yeah, it could be. Because what I what I read online was originally this week's episode was going to be the Michonne episode. Oh, okay. And then you had to wait a week for the war, and they were like, "Nah, we can't do that." You have to wait. Imagine waiting a week of a cliffhanger. Oh. Like, oh, Hilltop's on fire. Now we're going to show you a bottle episode with just Michonne. I know. No, they. I'm glad they didn't do that to us. Yeah, that's a big mistake. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. So if that's the case, then Michonne can't be in this episode because then it would be out of order. Yeah. So I'm going to say that picture was released, but that's for episode 13. That could be. So I think I think uh, Denai will be on after episode 13. So I'm I'm guessing. Now there's some theories. They're not spoilers. I don't know anything. Some people think Negan's going to kill Alpha in that shed. Oh shit. Some people think the shed has the kids and Alpha kills one of them Oof. and then Negan loses it and kills her. Some people think he traps her, like hits her over the head with the bat and then ties her up and then goes and gets Carol. Oh my God, that would be my favorite. And then Carol cuts her head off. Freaking love it. I hope it's that one. So I'm, I'm hoping it's that one. Oh shit. That Negan's I like, it. like Bitch, I love it. You are not going to kill my friends. I love that. You're crazy. Like, I'm crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. Now, when you tie somebody up and you leave them, they have a tendency to get out. They do. So they do. I'm not sure if the shed is where I think the shed is a is um is a misdirection. Mm-hmm. It's not the same shed. Okay. I don't think it's the same shed. But I think, and I don't know why Alpha's walking in front of Negan. Yeah, that's you'd think weird. he'd make her walk first, especially if he's leading her somewhere. Yeah. But it's like she's so anxious to get whatever that he said he has. Yeah. So he must have said like I've got Gamma or I've got Lydia, but I put them in a shed somewhere. Why wouldn't you just bring them? Yeah. Like, oh, I've got the money. It's over there, right? Yep, go right in there. Stick your head in that yeah, oven. Yeah, right there. And you push her in the oven. <laughs> so there's, there's some theories as to what's going on there. But I think a major thing is going to happen because they keep t- hinting it, it's not going to happen at the end of the season. Oh, my God. Because that'll still give you four episodes where you may or may not kill Beta. Yeah, He true. may He may live. He may he run may. off into the woods. He may. The, or he may be the cliffhanger in some way. Yeah. Like, it may be like Daryl and Beta facing off and Again. Then, it, then it ends. Like, that's how it ends. And then the fight is next year. Oh. Or they fight, and then in the middle of the fight, it's cliffhanger. I hope Carol kills her. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Well, if Carol let Negan out, he probably said- He did herself. He probably said, "Eh." don't- That's probably why Negan hasn't killed her. Probably. He probably said, listen, get her, and I will kill her. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So he can't kill her. He went to great lengths then. Well, not to kill her. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, also, he slept with her. You know. Put that you in there. Know. That's some. That's some dead inside. Is yeah. what that is. <laughs> that's what that is. That's, that's uh, uh, woo, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, listen. We did our two episodes. Oh, uh, we did. And on that glorious note, <laughs> uh, enjoy episode twelve. The first four minutes are outrageous. Oh my god! If you want to watch them online? Go watch them. You can just search right on, on YouTube. They're on YouTube. Can't miss them. I think they're also on comicbook.com on one of the pages. Yeah. Um, and there you go. And uh, at the Matt Fowler, why don't you watch the damn episode so that you know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> or don't have a job reviewing The Walking Dead? <laughs> I'm good now. Okay, you're good. It is time. What time is it? Time it's to shut, shut this, this shit down. down. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 